Well, hi, everyone. You are not listening to Ask Science Mike or the Cozy Robot Show or some assembly required or even building Vesser. And yet, in some way, you are listening to all of those shows at the same time. Uh, hey, I'm Mike McCarg. If you don't know, it'd be really weird if you're listening to this and don't know who I am. But if you happen to be on some weird podcast binge and found this, great. Glad to have you here. Uh, I've got two things to talk about today, and I want to say it right up top so you can know whether you want to listen to this little podcast monologue or not. The first thing we're going to talk about is this podcast feed and what I'm doing with it. And the second thing we're going to talk about is where I have been since I sort of disappeared from the public eye, I think in like late 2021. That's what this is about. This is for the hometown crew, the OGs, uh, the people who have uh, known me and followed what I do for a long time. And, uh, you know, I've been making media professionally for almost my entire careers, plural. <laughs> and uh, that has meant the this feed is confusing. You've probably noticed that after being silent for a long time, new podcast episodes starting popping up uh, from a show called Building Vesser. Uh, and it was confusing that episodes from Building Vesser, to me it was confusing, were showing up on a feed called the Cozy Robot Show, parenthesis, formally Ask Science Mike, close parenthesis. <laughs> the autism in me was just like, no. And then the other thing is when uh, the lovely folks I work with at Quantum Spin Studios would say, hey, you're involved in making this new thing. We should tell the people who have followed your work before they'd be interested. I always say, no, leave those people alone. They've heard enough from me. And we go back and forth, and then they finally convince me we should post a show, and we do. And then the feedback from all of you is overwhelming that you're glad we posted the thing. And then that's how we end up posting shows multiple times on a single podcast feed. But I've been an armchair expert a couple of times now, and they do the same thing. They just drop all their podcasts in one feed. Uh, so you'll notice that today... The feed is no longer called Ask Science Mike. Excuse me. It's no longer called The F Cozy Robot Show, formerly Ask Science Mike. Now it just says Mike's Multiverse. If you stay subscribed to this feed, here's what you're going to get in the future. Any episode of any podcast that I'm a part of making and you can hear my voice on. That's going to be the criteria. And we're changing it. Uh, the episodes will have the name of whatever podcast it is and then the episode title. So you'll know right when it drops in your feed what it will look like if you go to the episode details or depending on your podcast player uh, just at all. It will show you the cover art for the appropriate podcast. Okay. Welcome to Mike's Multiverse. It's just a bunch of podcasts in the same feed. And I'm doing that because you have all told me overwhelmingly on social media when you've emailed me when you've given the team feedback that you like this also the podcast numbers the download numbers tell us that you like this because uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of downloads on these episodes um so that's it that's that's the top of the show three minutes 47 seconds in uh that's all the info welcome to mike's multiverse so if you stay subscribed that's what you are going to get any show, basically, 
you can hear my voice on that we produced. I will not be dropping when I'm a guest on other people's podcast because, you know, that would be like a severe copyright violation and they would get mad. <laughs> so I will occasionally, however, now drop episodes like this that are Mike's multiverse episodes and they're like meta episodes that aren't on any of the podcasts. It's about my life, what's going on, if you're interested. Uh, so I suppose this is episode one of Mike's multiverse on the Mike's multiverse podcast feed. Uh, and let's talk about the second thing I wanted to share. Uh, I, you know, I've kind of come back into the public li- the public life, and I haven't really addressed where I've been or why I was gone. I just started posting stuff again, and that's gone fine. And I'll occasionally mention something like, uh, you know, being on mood stabilizers. And then that will, people will be curious because they're like, oh, you're on mood stabilizers. Why are you on mood stabilizers? Um, and I don't mean it in an inappropriate way, just like a, a natural curiosity. Uh, so I'd like to just kind of tell you, give you a little uh, catch up, uh, not the condiment, but a catch up on uh, <laughs> what the heck happened to me. Because I was like podcasting and posting on social media, you know, being a content creator, influencer. And then I just kind of was like, peace and disappeared, completely disappeared. Um, towards the end of the Cozy Robot Show era and releasing uh, You're a Miracle and a Pain in the Ass, my second book, the mental health cost for me being in the public eye uh, was getting really high. I was really struggling with my mental health and I loved making an impact in people's lives that seemed positive. I loved addressing the suffering of other people, but I was suffering more and more the more I did that. So I decided to take a break. Uh, Of course, like that was all of my income. So I had to figure out a new way to make a living, uh, which, you know, now I do at Quantum Spin Studios. And, uh, it was hard. So things got like worse for me mental health wise. And then like, right as all this is going on, we're in a global lockdown. So you have this like unprecedented in modern history event where everybody's just alone all the time. And, uh, and then I got COVID, which a lot of people got COVID, but I got COVID. And because of my complex medical history, I got COVID like really bad badly like vaccinated hospitalized badly and uh then i got better quote better unquote and then i got long covid and long covid absolutely wrecked me i had vertigo i had tinnitus so i heard this constant loud ringing in my ears and then my symptoms like kept getting worse so it got to the point that they were like neurologically significant i had trouble moving my hands and moving my feet. I was getting to the point where I often needed assistance uh, moving through my home. I would have severe confusion spells, um, difficulty speaking, severe aphasia. Uh, you know, went to see my my you know, general practitioner, doctor, and uh, he gave me a neurological evaluation, which I just like utterly failed. So I started seeing all these specialists trying to figure out Everybody knew the problem, long COVID. No one knew what to do about it. And because, you know, I have a brain injury, you know, plus the the brain impacts of long COVID, uh, it was causing like really severe issues in my life. 
And then that seemingly was causing me to have a lot of severe depression and even, um, you know, trigger warning, uh, thoughts of suicide. And uh, it was tough. And that was a very long journey, uh, a year at least of my life. And things got to a, a really acute point where I was so miserable. I was waking up every day, every single day, wishing I wouldn't have woken up. And on, uh, I think it was Easter. It was Easter of last year. Uh, Y'all know I'm not good with time. It was Easter some year. <laughs> 2022 makes the most sense. Um, maybe it was 2021. I honestly don't know. doesn't matter. Uh I really wanted to end my life. And uh, I told Jenny, my wife, the honey badger. Uh, and so we reached out to kind of crisis care. Uh, and by some miracle, I was able to have a telehealth appointment with a psychiatrist on Easter Sunday. It was really, really unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. Uh, and... She said, I think you have bipolar. <laughs> she kind of did like a full interview, like all the way into my like childhood and asked some questions. She's like, I really think you have bipolar. And so I'm going to subscribe these meds to you right now that are going to help with the kind of thoughts of suicide. And then we're going to get you regular psychiatric care and full evaluation and figure this out. So, uh, what was happening somehow is I've always had bipolar and I've just kind of managed it okay. Now, if you go back and listen to my podcast, you'd probably be like, yeah, this guy's bipolar. <laughs> but my episodes were more rare and more controllable. So I'd have a depressive episode. It would last several weeks. And then I'd kind of come back to my baseline state. And then I have a manic episode and I have hypomania. So I'd be super like charismatic and persuasive and energetic, get a lot of do lot done. It should say something. I wrote kind of like both my books uh, in a very short period of time. Both those books were written in a hypomanic episode. And uh, something happened with long COVID where I started rapid cycling back and forth and I never was at baseline. And uh, so I started taking, um, after an evaluation, a mood stabilizer, a really weird one called Lamictal. And uh, like magic, I felt better. Like magic. Mood stabilizers, uh, in my case, are really cool. They don't affect my feelings at all. I don't have any muted sense of joy or sadness or anything. I, can, I just have full feelings, even big feelings. But they affect mood, the container for feelings. So since I've started Lamictal, like I haven't had a depressive episode. I'll kind of be aware I would be having one. I'll make it like a little irritable, might be sleepier than normal for a couple of days. And then that's it. But I don't really have thoughts of self-harm or suicide anymore. And I'm just kind of more stable. Now, I can still catastrophize with the best of them, but I don't have depressive episodes. Um, and so things started getting better for me. And because I started feeling better emotionally, I started making lifestyle changes. Like I, I took up hiking. I've been hiking like every single day for almost two years now. 
Uh, so that's a pretty persistent uh, change. And then the tools I've learned over the years in therapy, well, they started working <laughs> because like, I don't I don't care if you're doing emotionally focused therapy or you're doing ADDP or you're doing cognitive behavioral therapy or whatever. None of it works when you're in a depressive episode. It provides no relief whatsoever. And then it suddenly it does work. And it's just you leaving a depressive episode. So the things I learned in therapy started to really work. And before I knew it, no matter kind of what my life circumstances were, and sometimes my life circumstances are still really challenging. I'm an entrepreneur. That's a stressful choice uh, if a career. Uh, but no matter kind of my circumstances, like I'm okay, like I'm in a good place, which is new. And I'm learning to not trauma bond with people when I meet them immediately. And I'm learning to hold boundaries that help me to thrive, but, you know, in a way that isn't like antagonistic toward the person on the other side of a boundary. And I've learned like some degree of boundaries are kind of necessary in every single relationship, even your very closest ones. And uh, it's just, it's been going well. And so, um, the folks I work with, Tanner and Victory and Jacob, uh, my partners in Quantum Spin Studios, they said, you know, like it might help if you were on social media to promote some of the things we were doing because a lot of people really love you and they would like to know what you're working on. And I didn't want to do that because something about that still felt activating, really, really activating. But I kept using the tools in therapy over a period of months. And I came to a realization that uh, with you all, the you know people in the public, parasocial relationships run both ways. So even though I've talked about how parasociality impacts people paying attention to public figures, I didn't have the same knowledge that that could go the other way. And I had entered a parasocial relationship with all of you and I was kind of enmeshed. I was trying to manage your feelings and your experiences for you. So if I would say something on a podcast and then someone would say something you said hurt me, it would like break me because I'd failed you, a person I've never met, right? Or if like I'd say something and someone would get spicy on Twitter about it, it would like really throw me for a loop and I would learn from it. I think you've all have seen over the years, I learned from things, but it would be like destructive learning for me. So having that knowledge has led me to do a little more work where I can like say stuff I'm interested in, but I'm saying it because I'm not interested in it, not because I'm trying to rescue you from your own life. And that feels Good. So I've come back to social media and it's been fine. Like, I love reading your comments. Now, I'll be honest. When I go on Facebook, all I look at is my own Facebook page. I don't look at anything else. So if you comment on my Facebook page, I see it, but I literally don't have a news feed. I have zero friends on my personal account. Uh, so all I can see, I go to the page, I see your comments on Instagram. You know, I do follow people who follow me. And I see really good stuff, and it doesn't feel antagonistic towards my mental health. On TikTok, dang it, TikTok is so good at recommending stuff I love that 
<laughs> it hasn't been a problem. So the social media thing feels easy, and now the podcasting thing feels fine. I don't think I've ever felt this relaxed and this non-anxious recording a podcast as I do literally in this exact moment. I don't know if you can hear a difference in my voice. I am not performing for you. Uh, I don't particularly care if people love or hate what I'm saying right now. I'm just saying what I think. If you're interested, fantastic. If you're not, like you already unsubscribed anyway. So I'm really excited about the next chapter of what I'm doing with this mindset which is I'm going to make stuff, and I think that stuff is going to be really cool, and you may enjoy it. You know, I'm making a tabletop role-playing game right now, and whether or not you like tabletop role-playing games, I'll probably do a Mike's Multiverse episode in the near future about why I think you should love tabletop role-playing games, whether or not you've ever played them. Sorry, I keep hitting the mic with my thumbs. <laughs> um you know, so if you're if you're in, come on, we're gonna try it. We're gonna do fun stuff. We're gonna play. Uh, but if not, that's okay. Uh, I really look forward to any of you who want to go on this next journey with me, and whatever journey comes after that, and whatever journey comes after that. And for those of you who are like, you know what, I really just kind of wanted deconstruction from you or spirituality from you or science from you. That's okay. I'm so grateful for the time we had together. And if the next thing is not for you, I send you with all the well wishes and blessings I'm capable of as you stop following what I'm up to. It's no big deal. So with that in mind, uh, if you've got any thoughts, you can email me uh, Mike at Vesser.com, V-E-S-S-E-R.com. It goes straight to me. It doesn't go to like somebody else and gets reviewed. Uh, that has been a wonderful experience. Uh, I'll warn you if you like send me like why I'm like too liberal and going to hell now. Like if I'm in the mood, I'll reply pretty spicy. And if not, I'll probably just delete those emails, but everything else. I've not only been reading, but replying to all the messages I get. It has been super fun. That has never been true in my life. Um, yeah, so glad you're still here. So glad you're still hanging out. And uh, I hope you're going to love everything we're doing in the world of Vesser. And hopefully you'll love whatever we do after that. I so enjoy talking with you, friends. Bye for now.